just uh, letting everybody enjoy the fellowship in the morning. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just been a nice, quiet, peaceful morning. I know a lot of times on Sunday morning, that's usually not the case in my house, but we had a good morning, and I appreciate being here. So look forward to the Lord moving and passing by, and uh, somebody will have an opportunity today, as always. Um, seems like uh, we've had a lot of conviction, and, but uh, I don't know. We just keep praying, and hopefully our people will start moving here soon. Uh, i got a lot of people I'd like to see move. And, um, I feel like the opportunity's there for them. They just got to take it. So we just, uh, well, I'm going to ask Brother Charlie to dismiss us Sunday school. How you doing, buddy? Check good night. I work. It's good to be in the Lord's house this morning, and uh, God's blessed us, and the kids were singing about the Bible, and made me kind of think about our, our first article of faith, and that's probably my favorite one of all of them. They're all good, and they're all they're all backed up by the Word of God. But the first one said, we believe the Holy Bible was written by men divinely inspired of God and is a perfect treasure of heavenly instruction. And it has God for its author, salvation for its end, and truth without any mixture of error for its matter. That's, that ain't all of it, but that's the part I wanted to get. It's, it's God's truth. And uh, if I didn't believe that, I'd quit. Uh, 
Ever, everything that God said is the absolute truth. Uh, anyway, our, our lesson this morning is in the sixth chapter of the book of Matthew. <coughs> and it, <coughs> I believe over in, the, over in the fifth chapter, I don't know which verse, but it's over there, uh, says something on the order of, of our, our Heavenly Father knows what we need before we ask. Now, I probably didn't quote that exactly right, but uh, he knows he knows everything about us just way ahead of time. He knew he knew everything about us before the world was created. And uh, but anyway, he knows what we need, but he still wants us to ask him. He said, "Ask and you shall receive. <clears throat> Knock and it'll be open to you. Seek and you'll find." And uh, that's, that's if we do it right out of our heart. Uh, I've, heard, I've heard a lot of different people testify about their experience when they got saved. And uh, we can use Terry for an example. It, seemed, it took him a while to, to get there and several trips to the altar. But when he got his heart where it ought to be, God saved him. And if you get if that first time I come, God saved me, and uh, that don't make me no better than Him. We both got the same thing, exactly. And uh, I say that all the time, and somebody might look around and say, "Well, uh, if if we got the same thing, how come Terry's such a great preacher and I ain't much of nothing?" Uh, it, it's all it's all in how we use what God gives us, and and we ain't all called to do the same job. Everybody knows that, but we can be the best that we can be in the place that God put us by the grace of God. If we we'll, if we'll do all the things that God told us to, but anyway, our lesson this morning's about the Lord's prayer. And uh, you might think, well, that's a real simple lesson. Get, that ought to be a good one. Usually the simple ones are the hardest ones to try to teach, the ones that everybody knows about. But it's all God's Word. Going back to what I said a while ago, it's all God's Word. But now, I remember... And they don't do this anymore, I don't think. But I remember when I was in grade school, we'd, we'd recite the Lord's Prayer every morning when we went to school. And they don't do that anymore. That, nothing wrong with that. And I think it'd be, that's fine if a little kid's in Sunday school want to recite that every Sunday. That's great. Nothing wrong with it. But this is not necessarily put in here for me, every time I come up to the altar to recite this, it's just laying—it's just laying out a pattern. First of all, in the in the one hundred psalm, uh, the writer of the psalm said, "Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise." 
and I might I might have got them turned around. I don't know, but uh, when we when we come before God, come before Him with thanksgiving to begin with, and with praise, and uh, and that's the way this uh, Lord's prayer starts out. He said, "After this manner, therefore, pray." This this is the way you ought to do it. He didn't he didn't say you needed to repeat this necessarily. But you start out, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So our God's on his throne in heaven. But now I don't have to I don't have to yell loud enough for my voice to carry all the way to God's celestial heaven, wherever that's at. Because he's right here with me too. But he is on his throne in heaven. But what I've got down, what God put down in here the day I got saved, it is the same kingdom, absolutely the same kingdom, where his throne is over yonder. He's only got one kingdom. And we'll get to that in a little while maybe. But we're, we're in God's kingdom and it's in us. And we're in him and he's in us. And he's present with us all the time. I don't have to. I, I don't have to go somewhere or do something. I don't have to come to the church house to talk to God. Uh, we built we built this house for a place to worship, and it's a great place to come to. And the Lord will meet us here if we come with our hearts right. But also, if I if I slip off in the bedroom somewhere and get on my knees. God will meet me there too. He promised me He would. If if I humble my heart, He said He'd be there. And He never has failed. And I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you how many thousands of times I've tried Him since I've been saved, and He showed up every time. The only times He didn't show up is when my heart wasn't where it ought to be. And... uh I've had him talking about that, and I've mentioned this before, but I've had him show up a few times when my heart wasn't right and let me know that I was wrong. And uh, more than a few, I guess, but uh, but them some of the greatest times in my life when I look back at them because I was wrong, and God loved me enough to let me know that I was wrong. Anyway. Uh, but he wants us, even though he knows what we need, and the Bible said he would supply all our needs according to his riches in glory, and he's given us all things that pertain unto life, all the promises that God made to us, he still wants us to ask him. If we have a need, get on our knees and talk to him. Sincerely, right out of your heart, and God will God will fill that need. If, now, James said, <clears throat> "We ask and have not, because we ask amiss that we might consume it upon our own lust." In other words, it's it's the attitude of your heart and what you want it for. If they get something, you, it, I was I was playing golf. I, 
use this for an example. I was playing golf till my back got bad and I quit. But if I'd if I'd have prayed for God to let me shoot under par every time I went to play golf, God ain't gonna answer that. If I can't if I can't practice enough and work enough at it to get there myself, I'll never make it. And uh, I couldn't have worked that hard anyway, because I'd have never made it anyway. But anyway, just just trying to make a point. There's some things that God don't want us wasting our time praying about. Now I believe God's interested in all of our life. Uh, I believe I believe the jobs that we work on, <clears throat> the places we went to school, whatever, and wherever we live right now, I believe God put us everyone right where He wants us. If if we if we're following Him, in order to be a in order to be a light to somebody that we come in contact with, wherever we work or wherever we go to school or wherever we live. God put us there for a reason. And He's 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 made it let every one of us be a member of Lima Missionary Baptist Church for a reason. And I'm sure glad that He had reason to keep me here. I thought about several years ago, I got laid off from a job and I got I we started thinking we might have to move somewhere else and try to find work. But I never could bring myself to do that. And uh, and God worked it out. And uh, and I'm sure glad He did. Because I, I wouldn't have wanted to leave this church. I wouldn't have cared. Moving, moving ain't that big a deal. But I, I couldn't tell you how many churches I've been in since I've been saved. And some good ones. In my opinion, this is just my personal opinion, there ain't another one like this one. And God, I imagine they, they think the same thing about their church, and I hope they do. But where, where your heart is, the Bible said there will your treasures be also. Or maybe, maybe I got that backwards, but where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. This church... This church is a treasure. And this this is kind of off the lesson a little. But this this church, God's blessed us. And you just look around at, at all the love that we have. And it's it's beyond telling. And the joy that God's given us, that's unspeakable or full of glory. God's blessed us beyond measure. And uh, so we need to we need to return the favor to the best of our ability. What what God the Bible said what thy hand finds to do and that's what thy hand finds to do is what God gives it to do. What thy hand finds to do what the spirit wants you to do. Do it with all thy might. Now, 
if you if you talk we could talk about that now god can god can put something in your heart uh well let's just say terry when he was called to preach and i remember when he announced his calling that's been a long time ago if if uh if he'd have just sat down on the bench and said, Now, Lord, give it to me, he'd have still been sitting there. He might have been able to get up and testify a little bit. But the Bible told us to grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And in any place that God's got us in the church, there's an opportunity for us to grow. And uh, anyway, that's off the lesson, but... But if we if we'll take those opportunities, then God will bless us in the place that we're in. <clears throat> so after this manner pray ye. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, and hallowed means holy. Pray you pray you you're thanking him and praising him at the same time. And uh if you can start out a prayer like that, it gets and and do that right out of your heart. It gets you right in the right frame of mind to pray. And uh, <clears throat> so, holy be thy name. Thy kingdom come. I'm going to stop right there. The guy that wrote this commentary shouldn't even be allowed to write it, as far as I'm concerned, because he he was he was looking for God's kingdom yet to come. And uh, Jesus, you've you got to read the book. Jesus said, my kingdom is within you. Amen. And he told, he told some of them fellas, he said, if, if, if my kingdom were of this world, then would my disciples have fought. But my kingdom's not of this world. And uh, so... His kingdom is in here. I, I done mentioned that a while ago, but His kingdom is is in here. And that, John said in Revelations, I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. That's the church. You go to the 12th chapter of the book of Hebrews, and it said, Ye are come to Mount Zion, to the city, and I can't quote it exactly right, but to the city of the living God, to the heavenly Jerusalem, and to the souls of just men made perfect. You, you're already in the heavenly city. In here. This carcass sure ain't in it yet. But in the resurrection, he'll change this and make it able to go into the kingdom. Flesh and blood, just like this right here, We'll never inherit the kingdom of God. It's got to be changed. So, thy kingdom come. Now, when this morning we come to church, and, and every, every time I come, I, uh, whether I say it or not, some, a lot of times I do, I, I'll tell my wife, I said, I sure hope we have a good meeting this morning. And, uh, I didn't, I didn't say that this morning, but I did think it. Uh, but I come to church looking for a, a good meeting, looking for God to move. 
And if if God's Spirit, when God's Spirit moves in the church, His kingdom's moving. He said, and I believe that's what that's talking about. Thy kingdom come. And it's not necessarily that it's not here, but how many days have you went through life and, and since you've been saved and God's Spirit didn't move in your life at all? I've done that some. And I've, I've gotten places before where I've been down low and God's Spirit wasn't moving and, and Satan come along so you ain't never been saved. There ain't no such thing. And then get off by myself or, or come to church or something, God's Spirit move and fill my cup up and remind me who I am and where I come from, where He brought me from. And I know for a fact I'm saved. But this, this carcass here ain't saved. This mind here is not saved. We gotta, we gotta keep this fella, we gotta keep the bridle on this guy. If we don't, he'll get us in trouble, he'll keep us in trouble. So that, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. In earth. That's in this earth right here. Thy, thy will be done in me. And if we can say that right out of our heart, God's pleased with us. And, he, and I guarantee you, if you can say right out of your heart, here I am, Lord, send me. God will bless you whether you do anything or not. He may not even have, he may not have a job for you right then. But if you're, if that's your attitude, he's got a blessing for you guaranteed. I remember one time, not, everybody knows this by heart probably, but I remember one time the revival over on Albert Street. I was sitting back in the choir. And service moving real good. And I was, I was trying to pray, or I was praying. I, Lord, I'm, I'm ready. I, I want something to do. I want to do something. I had the zeal and the spirit moving real good. And it just come to me what Moses told the children of Israel to Red Sea, stand still to see the salvation of God. So I just sat back and enjoyed the service. I, it wasn't my turn. So it ain't it ain't always my turn when anytime prayer meeting or whatever service it is, it's not always my turn to say anything or do anything. But when it is, the Bible said, be ready always to give an answer to any man that asketh thee a reason of the hope that's in you with fear and trembling. So be ready always. And it's not always that I can tell my experience to somebody and tell it right. But when I, when I can, I'll enjoy it and they will too. They'll get something out of it. And uh, so we need to be ready all the time. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth. God's, we all know 
And I know for a fact that God's will ain't always been done in this carcass. But God's will, uh, certainly in this world that we live in, if, if, if we was talking about the world, God's will gets done very seldom. The Bible said it wasn't His will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And the Bible says just a few is going to get saved, more or less. So there be there be few that go in, and there's many going the other way. And uh, so God's will is is not done on the earth so much, except by a few people. He's got a, he's got a few people, a, a good church here and there. And, Save people that are trying to do His will. So that ought to be the attitude of my heart. Give us this day our daily bread. And, and God gives us every bean we get on our table. Every, every penny we got in the bank. If we got a house to live in, God provided that too. And I've heard people say, well, I earned all that stuff. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't earn being able to go to work. And God blessed me. And He blessed you. So all these natural things are a great blessing from God. He's been, he's been more than good to us. But give us this day our daily bread. We can, we can eat off of God's table anytime. When the day I got saved, I'm, I'll throw this in for what it's worth. Maybe somebody needs it. The day that I got saved I, was the first time I ever eat off of God's table. And that, that was the marriage supper of the Lamb. A lot of I've heard people say, "Well, I, I I can't wait to get to heaven to the for the marriage supper." The marriage supper took place the day I got saved. For me, I became a part of the bride, the Lamb's wife, the day I got saved. Set over in the kingdom in the in the New Jerusalem, and. Uh, and all of those good things. All of those good things that God done for us are irreversible. You can't delete them. You can't get rid of them. What God doeth, He doeth it forever, and He doeth it that men might fear before Him. So what God's, what God's done is eternal. What He done in here on that Sunday morning in 1956 is eternal. I'm going to I'm going to be around just as long as God is. Now this carcass is going to die. But if you stand around down on Fairmont Road long enough, you will see it come up out of the ground one of these days. That's another lesson but and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And uh Paul 
wrote one place that he said, I die daily. We got to repent every day. We're all fallible. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now, just because the Bible says that, don't give me an excuse to sin. There is no excuse for sin. But we have a we have an advocate. We can go we can go to God if 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 we're guilty and we are most of the time. Or a lot of the time we we're guilty. But we can go to God and say, Father, forgive me. And the Bible said He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And the Bible said the blood of Christ cleanseth from all sin. And I'd heard Terry say just a few days ago, past, present, and future. So if, 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 we're, if we're saved by the grace of God, we got all the help we need. We don't have an excuse for being out of fellowship with God. Although we might sin, we can get forgiveness if we, if we humble our heart and go to God. And He'll set us right back in, right back in our place. So forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. If, if somebody's if somebody's done something to you or hurt your feelings a little bit, there's no excuse to stay that way. The Bible said, if you bring your gift to the altar, in other words, if you're coming up here to pray, and there remember that thy brother hath an ought against you, go be reconciled to thy brother and then come and offer your gift. And that wasn't, that wasn't saying if I had an order against Bill, that was saying if I knew Bill had an order against me, go, go be reconciled with him, if I know it. And uh, if, if we've got a problem of any kind between brothers and sisters in the church, it ought to be fixed. And... Uh, just a little thing sometimes can cause a big tear-up. So we need to forgive people. And God will help us to do that. <clears throat> sometimes sometimes in this flesh, those things are hard to do. All the time, probably, and, and they're hard. But if we, love, if we love people like we're supposed to, God will help us to do that. Anybody got a comment? And lead us not into temptation. <clears throat> there's a scripture. I got it wrote down here somewhere, but I, there's a scripture somewhere that says, uh, God cannot be tempted with sin, neither tempteth he any man. Said so if we're tempted. We're drawn away of our own lust and enticed. But he also said that with every temptation, there's a way made for our escape. So God, God will not lead us into temptation, but if, a, if we let the devil lead us into it, 
God will help us get out of it if if we if we go to Him. But we got we got to get the help that we need because I'm not able to handle the devil. You try arguing with him a while, and pretty soon he's got you down, and uh, he's he's got a lot of power. But he don't have he don't have near the power that God's got. Nowhere close. So lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Everything is God's. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all they that dwell therein. It's, it all belongs to God. And He's able to take care of it. And He, it, God, we, we use John 3.16 just about every service. Somebody will mention John 3.16, For God so loved the world. If God loved me enough to allow Jesus to come out of glory and suffer all the things that He suffered and die on the cross, why would He withhold anything from me that I need? If, if I come to Him with my heart where it ought to be, uh, I believe if you, if you go back in, in Malachi, and this was talking about tithes and offerings and so on, but that covers a whole lot more than just money. He said, bring, into the, bring it into the storehouse. Bring, bring what God's blessed you with. And that's not always money. Bless what, bring what God's blessed you with. If you've got a song, bring it. If God's give you a message to preach, bring it. What God gives you, bring it into the store. He said, try me and see if I won't open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you'll not be able to receive. There'll not be room for it. He'll, he'll fill your cup up and run it over. And by doing so, maybe I'll get a little bit of it. And uh, so God, God's got a storehouse full and He wants to give it to us all the time. I believe we live way below what God would like for us to live. Just because we don't walk as humble as we ought to before God. Did you ever, did you ever know anybody? And I have. Did you ever know anybody that seemed like every time you talked to them, in just a minute, they're full of the Spirit talking about the Lord. I've known a few people like that. But it's because they walked with Him. And uh, if we walked a little closer, we could be a little more like that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, sometimes... Sometimes I, I sit on the seat here and wish I had a testimony in prayer meeting or whatever. Wish I had it. And I could probably think of some words to say, but I ain't got it. Can't do it if you ain't got it. So God, and maybe if I was walking a little closer, God would give it to me. 
So we don't, I've heard people say before, wonder what's wrong with the church. It ain't like it used to be. There ain't nothing wrong with God's church. And we might not have as high a meeting sometimes as we've had before, but if we don't, it's my fault. I've been sitting in service before and seemed like it pretty low, and God come by and bless me. And by the same token, I've been sitting in church before, and the church did a real blessing, and I was sitting there dry as a chip, as the old saying goes, because my heart wasn't where it ought to be. So I've I, I beat that subject to death today about our hearts being where they ought to be, but that's where we... So thine be the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. His is the kingdom. This, when I come to Jesus that Sunday morning, I gave Him my whole life. Whether I knew it right then or not for sure, I, I gave Him my whole life. I'm His. By the same token, this church is His. And we ought to treat it just like it's, just like it belongs to God. Because it does. And I'm talking, I'm talking about the building and the people. Mostly the people, but this building's dedicated to God too. We gave it to Him. He, He gave us the, He gave us the wherewithal, the money and the knowledge and whatever we needed to build this building. God gave it to us. And by the, when we got finished with it, we had a dedication service and gave it back to Him. So this building belongs to God. And He expects us to take care of this just like we would if He was standing here looking at us. And He is. So, thine be the power and the kingdom forever. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. If I've got if I've got something in my life that's blocking my prayer line to heaven, God's not going to forgive me until I repent and get that out of my life. I hope everybody understood that. We we get something in the way between us and God, we're out of fellowship. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. So if, that's just what I just said. If, if, we've, if we've got anything between us and our brothers, then we've got it between us and God too. And we might say, well, I didn't do nothing. He done it. But if you're mad at Him, you've done something. You're mad. And... Uh, the Bible said in one place, be angry and sin not. But that don't mean get mad at your brothers and hold a grudge for years and years and years. I got mad one time. I've told this. Probably, I don't even remember what about. But it was on a Saturday night over on Albert Street. Probably a business meeting. 
I have no idea. Can't remember. It's been 60 years ago probably. But I got mad at church. And I left the church that night and said, I ain't going back. That's it. I'm not going back. And I got out in my car and drove around a little bit and kind of cooled down. Went and talked to Earl Martin. And there was somebody else to his house too. I don't remember who it was. But anyway, the next morning I was back to church. I had to repent. I was wrong. And I don't, I don't remember what it was all about, so it wasn't, wasn't that important, I guess. But uh, <clears throat> if, if something comes between us and God, we need to get it out of the way as quick as we possibly can. Because it's important. God, God's, you remember uh, back in the first chapter of Jeremiah, when he called Jeremiah, he said, I ordained you a prophet to the nations. And that was before he was born. So God, God's got us, everyone, lined up to do the job that we're in, whatever that is. If we're following him now, God put us there. And if we're at, we get out of fellowship, we can't do that job. We might go through the motions, but we'll not do the job the way it's supposed to be done till we get back in fellowship with God and with the church. You break fellowship with the church, you broke fellowship with God. The church is the bride, the lamb's wife, and I guarantee you, if, if you do something to my wife, me and you are going to have problems. And the same way with God. You treat the church bad, you and God's going to have problems. So we need, to, we need to be very careful, keep ourselves in fellowship with God. And that, that ain't easy. The devil's fighting us every step of the way. But Jesus said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. I'll go with you all the way even to the end of the world. There's, he's never changed and never will. Clifford used to sing that song, if there's been a change, Lord, it's in us. So we need to, we need to make very sure that we don't, we don't let things change. Contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. That's, that's all I got.